Welcome back, everyone. Um, more than welcome back. This is going to be the first section, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Welcome yeah. back to the Ale of a Time podcast episode. Whatever it is. 54 yeah. or something. 55. Yeah. Um, we don't have any news. No. Do you, Except Dave? it's Good Beer Week yeah, good launch. Beer, good Beer Week launch is uh, the, the, the guide is in our hot mm-hmm. little hands. Uh, so we have, well, this episode, you'll be listening to some brewers and beer reps and bar owners talking about their events. Yeah, and just, yeah, I guess so. And it's about that, really. It is. And that's, what else do you want? Who have we got? We've got, uh, first up, we have Bowser from 7th Cent. I like Bowser. He's a good boy. Uh, you know, the, uh, both Doug and Bowser will be expecting the arrival of children right around Good Beer Week. Right. So it'll be particularly stressful for those boys. Hear more about that in our first uh, segment. Awesome. I uh, haven't heard that yet, so no, I'm you looking haven't. forward to it. Um, then who was next? Must have been Nicolette, uh, Nicolette from White Rabbit. Beer ambassador for White Rabbit. Um, and look, admittedly, White Rabbit have been off our radar for a long time. Yeah. They've rapidly come back on our radar with some crazy sour Well, they've showed stuff. up to this uh, showcase just with a Belinda Vice and a Flanders Red. So yep. that this is a pretty, basically a 180. For all of our, like, you know, admittedly, the Heelsville move wasn't something I was fully in support of. I always quite liked the brewery there. But saying that, that move has resulted in turning up a festival with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've talked about trestle tables and pale ales. There is a trestle table, but they don't have a pale ale. No. They don't have their standard beers. They've got two... Fun, Definitely. very interesting sour beers. It's um, a bold move. Yeah, uh, and a passionate person behind the behind the table pouring mm. beers. So mm. uh, good work, White Rabbit. Third uh, chat is with Tiff from Two Row and Good Beer Week, I guess. Yep. Um, chatting about what they've got on, which actually all sounds pretty fun. It does sound pretty fun. I like the pink boots. Yep. You, you hear about it. Yeah, uh, I have. I think that um, Turo might be a pretty good place to base operations around if you're thinking about coming in to that part of town. No doubt we'll probably be using that as a bit of a base as Wouldn't well um, to record a podcast I would from. imagine so. Uh, and finally, we spoke to... Uh, I mean, show favourite. We spoke to uh, Frace from Exit. Um, I really just, I really enjoyed that IPA. I meant to ask him about the water profile. That's probably a different thing. Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, but that is a delicious IPA. Hmm. It's an important beer for, Aust- for the uh, Australian beer scene, I think. Definitely. Given how aggressive it is and it's a core bottle, it's a, it's a core range. They label with their bottled on date and they also have the brewed, on, brewed at address which like I think we'd all like to see um, a standard across all labels, but the more information like that on bottles, the better it's going to be. My bottle on date, or the bottle on date, this one in front of me, I think it's smudged because it says, it looks like it says 2018. It didn't happen yet though. No. Unless something happened. Some sort of futuristic. It might be a 16. What's happening down at Daniel South? Some sort of time travel. What does that, how does that read to you? That says 18th of January 2016. Oh, it's around the other way. Yeah. It's the it's not fu- system. It, it wasn't from the future. Yeah. So that's two months old. Mm-hmm. Really tasty. I'll tell you what else. Uh, I don't know if you went to their stall and drank beers from the stall yet. Mm-hmm. I had the amber. Also really tasty. Holy it is shit. really good. Uh, they've got a the, fight, the last keg of the West Coast IPA that was brewed, uh, yep. that was brewed in October. Yep. Tastes like it was brewed today. 
Excellent. It's held up amazingly well. Yeah. Good work, guys. Um, I've yeah, I, I've been really impressed with their their core range that I've tried so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the two, but you'll hear more about the other two that they've got coming up. Sounds good to me. In the show. Um, now, admittedly, I haven't looked through the guide for You've Good Beer Week. You've been busy setting up this venue, haven't you? Yeah, um, volunteering. Hey, volunteer for a beer festival. It's a lot of fun. You just list stuff and then you drink some beers. But you are tired. So I am pretty tired. But I mean, maybe like if you don't want to get tired, you should probably weigh it up. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Friday afternoon. Like I'm just going to go home and watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nice. Uh, we probably don't have any recommendations. Um, this is this is a, like this whole show is a good recommendation. For this is a recommendation do. for Good Beer Week, essentially. So. Um, for people that aren't in Melbourne, we might have a few listeners. I do. I know we have a few listeners. You might not be familiar with Good Beer Week because you're a new listener or whatever. Uh, Google it. Yeah, Google it. It's a really really good event. Um, it's the primary. Uh, I say event is not even the right uh, word for it, but it's. The primary celebration of Australian beer. I think it's Australia's biggest beer festival and I think other beer events are basing themselves on Good Beer Week. Definitely. Um, And yeah, a lot of of fun things. It's in the title. Can I um, give a shout out to one because I can see the logo from here. Ooh. Um, There's an event with with Boat Rocket and the Merry Kit. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's $115. I went for dinner at the Merry Kit recently. Oh, not recently. Sorry, eight months ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, stunning oh yeah. my lord that was world class shit and those guys really support good beer um, they so they support good booze in general but they you know how useless I am uh, I've never been to the Maricot and I just um, recommended it to someone to go to um, excellent for a date night oh yeah so perfect it oh, is right. uh, when we went we got a little table out, out in the little back room which sounds horrible so open fire <laughs> There's cast cast iron fa- um, copper pans all over the you know wall and sat there by the fire and ate just some of the best food I've ever eaten and they have a really good beer list. The service was good but also um, personable. Like you know it was it was the owner's or the chef's wife who I think obviously a part owner and she's just like stoking the fire while taking our order. Isn't that um, important? Oh, so important. Yeah, and since then you know they've missed. Oh, Messing me on social media and they just kind of make me feel, make you feel welcome and part of the family. Isn't so that good? Go to Maricote for dinner or check it out. It's $115, which from what you're telling me and boat from rockers. what I know about Boat Rocker, doesn't sound like it's going to be outrageous value. It's on the Wednesday of Good Beer Week. Sorry, it doesn't sound or it does sound? What did I, what you said doesn't sound. Doesn't like sound what? Like it's going to be outrageous value. No, I meant like outrageous is in outrageously expensive. Yeah. 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 All right, let's uh, wrap this up. Yeah, have a listen. First up, Bowser, enjoy yourselves. Welcome everybody to the, well, it's probably the most exciting day of the beer year. We get the launch of the Good Beer Week program uh, and everything Good Beer Week related. Uh, I'm currently sitting here with Bowser from 7 Cent. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Do you feel Do you feel the buzz in the air? I'm, I'm really excited about actually getting my hands on the program and, and sort of spending Having a weekend going through. through. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, I always notice this at these trade sessions. 
There's a lot of people out there who don't really know much about beer or anything, right? Yeah, I had a couple of people come up already to the stall who sort of, yeah, asking how I got into beer and, and why and, and um, some bars who are just sort of like, oh, we're just sort of seeing what craft beer is all about. So I thought I'd come along, which is yeah, great for the... Pretty much exactly what it's for, That's eh? right, exactly. And if they're tasting my beer and going, oh, that's, that's something really tasty, something good, then... It's a good sign. Since so. this time last year, how much has the uh, seven cent operation developed? Oh, quite a lot. So about this time last year, we got three new fermenters in. So three 18 hectolitre fermenters. Um, previously, we were brewing sort of in our mash tons. So that was like 10 kegs once a month. Uh, we're now sort of doing... 20, 30 kegs um, every three weeks and pushing that a bit more now. Sensational. So, yeah, Certainly seeing... Well. Um, some of the core beers around the grounds more often these days. Yeah, yeah. that's something um, we're concentrating on, trying to have our cores regularly available, but still doing interesting, different stuff as well. So, so. what compromises the core range these days? So it's uh, Wapping Wharf, our ESB, uh, Hard Deck IPA, and uh, B4, our Dark Belgium Strong Ale. And that's sort of more like a, a winter core. Like it's, we'll probably have kegs available, but it's. More, sell, more a winter beer than yeah, a summer. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so, important, important questions. Yep. Obviously, we're here for Good Beer Week. Yep. Take us through your events. Uh, so, we've got um, an event we did last year, which was All Things Awesome, um, and that was at the Valley Cellar Door in Mooney Ponds. We've come back doing that again because it was such an awesome day. So, we're doing it in two days, I think the Sunday and the Monday. Um, it's basically really small 30 people um we brew a special beer for each uh, food pairing i guess it is it's like four or five different beers paired with things like um cured meats uh one last year was paired with a whiskey perfect so all, all the things that we like so yeah like cheese meats whiskey beer and um just a bit of fun really pretty relaxed and yeah excellent um who do you who are you working with for the food? Who who, who are you? Uh, the guys with? at the Valley Cellar Door. The chef there is really good. Got some really good contacts with like um, local places to do the cured meats and the cheeses. And we sort of gave him a description of the beers last year, and he was and we sort of said, oh, maybe this sort of uh, cheese. And he's like, oh no, I've got this one that will go really well. And it was amazing. Like it's the, good when you you just know someone's yeah. all over it um, yeah. by just their level of confidence with yeah. it. And he just kept on bringing more stuff out. Like it was <laughs> like, we, we sort of said, yeah, uh, four, we'll do five beers. So that five, five courses of meat, cheese and stuff. And then he's like, oh, I'll throw this in and we'll get that on there. Oh, we had a mate of ours also made a, a beef jerky with um, like aged in some... Um, Six fifths our barley wine, so right. that was just like the snacker when you first started in there. So fantastic, cool. um, awesome. Have you wor- put work together for the menu for that year? Uh, no, not a hundred percent yet. Um, Do you know what you want to brew for? Yeah, some of it. Um, that's pushing the memory now because we we have had to try and uh, schedule everything in to try and fit everything in for Good Beer Week because it's always a chaotic time of year. Um, There'll be something sour. We've got a load of different barrels and stuff, so it's basically pick what's going to be tasting good at the time and put that on, um, which will probably be paired with a nice fatty cheese of some sort. So that Delicious. Was, that's what we did last so, year. So um, I just found out that this good beer week could be even more hectic 
yeah. as far as Seven Santa concerned. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, my wife's pregnant and she's due late April. And uh, Doug's Doug, one of the other brewers, his wife's pregnant and she's due the first week of April, uh, May. So it's just going to be chaos. Um, just not considerate to the brewers, eh? No. Like it <laughs> well, at least I'll be on paternity leave, so I'll have the whole week off too. You could, yeah, you, but you, you could also be operating on minimal sleep as well. So. Yeah, well, that's that's good beer week normally, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, true. So good point. <laughs> Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, my wife's pretty supportive, so um, I don't think it'll be as... Uh, I'll be going to as many events as last year, but yeah, I, I still get up there for the seven cent stuff and, and gabs and, and that sort of thing. So cool. How did um how was the All Things Awesome received last year? Oh, it was amazing. It sold out and everyone hung around afterwards and basically we just it was just like a group of friends by the end of the event. Everyone sort of was mingling, chatting to each other and we just had the beers stay on all night so they could buy them after the event and yeah, Perfect. it was great. What sort of demo did you get there? Familiar uh, faces. Um, yeah, it was it was mostly people who had heard of us. There was a few people who are uh, locals to the Valley Cellador and Mooney Ponds uh-huh. and go in there regularly. So they thought, oh, that's the local event. So we'll give that a go. And they were, yeah, it was really cool seeing them sort of get on board with yeah, some that's really awesome. interesting beers. Do they have a pretty um, loyal following? Yeah, the oh, it's crazy. Is there much around? Much else around it? No, nah, there's nothing nothing down there and. But like, they're packed out every like Sunday sessions. There, it's like hard to get a table. It's it's they're going really well. Awesome. And they opened up a store in Sunbury as well, which is really close to oh, the brewery. Oh, cool. So we've got a permanent tap in there. So they they're sort of working well with those guys. So. Good. It's good to get those like, just bang out those sort of relationships early, so you can. I don't know. You're all working towards the same sort of cause. So, next question. We talked off mic about. And I'm sort of wondering how we can even mention it really because we want to talk about uh, as much about Gab's beers as possible, but I don't know if the list's out yet, so I don't think we can really dive headfirst into it. Yeah, we probably can't say too much. Yeah, still trying to probe for a few vague details. Um, And yeah, you gave me a couple off mic there. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I'd love (laughs) you to give us something towards Gab's. I can tell you it's going to be... A very interesting beer. It's <laughs> going to be quite personal to the brewers. Um, yeah, and I think it's it's going to divide a lot of people okay. in um, in choosing to drink it. But uh, it's going to be. I can guarantee it'll still be tasty. So. All right. Is it going to be named bluntly? So there's no questioning. I th- yeah, that's going to have to be the case. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it is going to have to be because, yeah. We sort of talked about it a bit and like, do people read all the descriptions in, at Gabs? I know a lot of people do, but then there's a lot of people who don't. So A lot of people just rock up to the um, containers, go, pick a name and go, one, two, yep, three, seven, exactly right. Um, so yeah, it's going to have to be fairly bluntly named, um, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to watching people drink that beer. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Do you know what base you're going to build uh, it around? The base is going to be uh, probably sort of a similar to a, a Saison or a, a wit style base, but um, yeah, sort of an interesting tweak. With a that. couple of little, <laughs> yeah, interesting things in it. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to seeing when people, A, when the list is released and people yep. find out about it and B, look on the faces when... Uh, yep. <laughs> we've, we've already got plans that we don't want this to be a one-off. This is going to continue <laughs> to be available and there's going to be variations. So... Um, 
Oh, that will make a so bit many more possibilities. sense. That will make a bit more sense once you actually know what the beer That's is. That's fantastic. But, yeah. I can't wait for it. You've already, you have already generated future conversations. Yeah. This will be a talking point at Gab. It's going to yeah, be a good one. For sure. That's awesome. So I'm just drinking a little bit of um, Buzz Killington at the moment. Oh, Luke's just butted in, uh, advising he's not going to be trying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it could have. Um, oh. I think it's definitely going to be one of those polarizing yeah, sort of. Hurt my feelings. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm drinking Buzz Killington at the yeah, moment. So am I. Is um, is this the su- end of the summer stocks of Buzz Killington? Uh, it came out a little bit late uh, this year. Sort of, just wasn't progressing as much as we'd hoped. Um, so this probably good. Over half the batch, there's, what did we have? Almost a thousand litres of it, so there's a fair bit still to be released, which cool. is good. Cool, excellent. Um, are you going to brew that, uh, are you going to ramp it down over the cooler months, or are you going to keep it going? Uh, we'll probably brew that sort of, uh, spring is a good time to brew that beer, so we'll brew it around there so it is ready for summer, so yep. sort of a yearly summer sort of release. Yeah, fair enough, because it is so delicious um, yeah. that... I want to have it all the time. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, sometimes well, it's not maybe. possible, but uh, we'll interesting. Goes, all right. so. I guess if we all buy enough of it, it'll right, uh, yeah. push a bit of all buy, right. Buy more. <laughs> got my work cut out for me. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't want to chew up too too much of your uh, trade session. You've got plenty of uh, unconverted out there to right. uh, work on. So yep. thanks, Bowser. No problems. Enjoy good your good beer week. Yeah, cheers. Welcome back. I guess you just spoke, Dave, to Seven Cent. Yeah, I so spoke to Bowser before. All right, and now we've got um, Nicolette. Nicolette from White Rabbit. Hello. How's it going? Very well today. Now, you're, you're a beer ambassador? Yes, I ambass all the beer. All right. So, <laughs> we I just tried both of your beers. The mm. Blunderweiss was excellent. Thank you. Um, can you give us a little bit of a spiel about that? Well, I thought it would bring a few different things uh, to the gala showcase today. I think um, most people are probably pretty familiar with the White Rabbit range being our dark, our white and our pale ale. Um, And since we've moved probably about in the last year down to Geelong from Hillsville, we've got a bit more room, uh, a little bit more capacity to be able to do some interesting things. So two beers we have on tap with the Berlinerweiss that you guys both tried and we have a Flanders Red as well. Did you guys try the Flanders Red? I haven't tried it yet. Beautiful. So Flanders Red is going to be the new addition to the White Rabbit range. Um, It's going to be a very small release simply because we can't make a huge amount of it at this stage. Um, Flanders Red is a style, we're calling it White Rabbit Red. It has a 30% barrel aged beer blended back with 70% fresh beer in it. So you can imagine those that 30% of barrel aged beer has to have a minimum of three months in the barrel. Most of the stock we use is about six to 12 months, but it's a significant amount of time and effort into sort of pushing that beer through. So mm. we can only make a limited amount. So it's going to be quite a, a small release at I this stage. I think it's smart bringing those beers here because uh, even a festival as small as this showcase, if you don't set yourself apart, you're going to get forgotten. Definitely, yeah, and people seem to be excited for those styles now. Um, well, sours, I guess, are you know the new IPAs at the moment, mm. and it's just really ex- exciting for us to be sort of having a bit of a dabble in the area. Um, and you know, the, the consumers that come to the gala showcase are quite uh, crafty, for lack of a better word. Mm. So uh, I thought I'd bring some different things. It is exciting to know that people's sort of base knowledge now is, you know, you can say Blinnerweiss, and there's a lot of people that you know five years ago wouldn't have ever known yep. what that was now, Absolutely. kind of 
get it because of you know things like watermelon warhead or um the boat rocker ones have kind of raised that awareness mm-hmm. um, so it's probably yeah it's a good thing to bring rather than you know everyone's probably familiar with little creatures pale or yeah you know yeah white rabbit dark mm. yeah yeah absolutely Go. Sorry. So that that's the Flanders Red. So the other one we have um, is a Berlinovice, which you guys are quite excited about. So thank you. Um, you know, it's a it's quite a common style over in Europe. I'm led to believe mm-hmm. um, you don't see a huge amount of them here in Australia at this stage. You don't see that many in Germany. It's had a little bit of a resurgence. I've just read a whole lot of history on them recently. So oh, <laughs> I'm cool. Um, but yeah, it's kind of still not that popular in Germany again after sort of dying out. Yep, yep. But it's such a perfect beer for this climate. I don't yeah. know why it's not more. I mean, it'll happen. You yeah. say that as the rain starts. No, I know. It's, true, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, even just today, um, offering that beer to people, some people, you know, obviously are sour drinkers and they'll try it and say, oh, it's not that sour and find it quite palatable. Some people, again, um, who, who might not be sour drinkers will just think it's way too sour. And then there's some people who aren't big sour drinkers but sort of still find it quite, quite easy drinking. I think mm. it's something that people are sensitive to Mm. um so it's not a super sour one this one is soured in the mash tun um so we use some lactic acid bacteria put in the mash tun um and boiled obviously to kill off the bacteria fermented as per usual uh it's 50 percent pale malt 50 percent wheat malt Mm. um fuggle is the hop there's not not much in the way of hop character in that beer comes in at three percent um abv so really nice light easy drinking uh, quite a um, it's a good palate cleanser I guess mm. you know particularly if you're at a beer festival and you're getting a bit hopped out on IPAs it's a good one to have in between as well from a um, like I, I really enjoy sour beers and I thought it was probably more sour than I expected it to be uh, you know say like the boat rocker one I guess listeners might know it's probably more sour than that um, so yeah it was um, it was really good and I think that's kind of what I liked about it was that really harsh sour bite but it was yep. still quite lemony and nice yeah yeah Lovely. That one's only at the cellar door, so if you're interested in trying it, please head down to Geelong and uh, say hi to the guys in the White Rabbit Barrel Hole. Excellent. Good advice. Now, tell us about... The reason we're all here. Yeah. Tell us about Good Beer Week. What do you got for us? Uh, So, we're doing a few different things. Um, I'm not super close to what's happening down at Geelong, so forgive me if I can't fill you in on that. Uh, Here in Melbourne, where I'm based, uh, we've got a couple of different things. So, with White Rabbit, we're doing a six-course Dego at the Mount Erica Hotel, um, new owners, new chef there, the chef's ex Movita. I've eaten there a few, few times. The food's absolutely fantastic. Uh, so we'll have the three or four by that stage um, regular white rabbit beers, dark, white, pale, red. We'll have the Berliner Weiss and we'll have something special as well. That I don't know what it will be as yet. So the red is the Flanders red? Yes, yep, that's cool. correct. Yep. Uh, so that's on Thursday the 19th from 7pm, uh, Mount Erica Hotel in Pran. And the other event we're doing at Bartronica in the city, it's a Little Creatures barcade party essentially. So we'll have um, Little Creatures on tap, something different as well, and it's just about having a fun evening, relaxed, playing some video games. A little bit of, uh, which was a good one down there? I went there a couple of weeks ago. I just put a lot of dollars into a few machines down there. At Bartronica? Mm. I've never been there. What a... Uh, it's like a bigger, more polished version of Forgotten Worlds. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Good. I really like Forgotten Worlds. Have yeah. you been there, Nicolette? Not to Forgotten Worlds. I have been to Bartronica. Cool. I was very upset when I found out I wasn't as good as Mario Kart <laughs> as I thought <laughs> I was. <laughs> I think everyone does think they're professional Mario Kart players. There's so. always someone out there that's like, particularly at those kind of bars, there's people hanging out that can... The their regular clients are pretty hardcore. Yeah. And yeah who's, right. who's your character? I reckon it's Yoshi. Yoshi, yeah, yeah. Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's your character, Dave? Um... Uh, I like a bit of brawn, so I don't mind a bit of, do- bit of Donkey Kong, perhaps. Sure. Uh, 
Uh, we got sidetracked there completely. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it is relevant <laughs> to our listeners. A beer podcast after oh, all, the, every single one of them. Yeah. Um, so, how long have you been working with White Rabbit and Little Creatures? Uh, I came over here about 18 months ago from South Australia. So, awesome job, really good company to work for, really good people, really passionate about beer, which I really enjoy. Um, obviously, I do a lot of events like this. Mm. Um, you know, dinners. I do bar shouts. A big part of my job is training. Um, I guess, you know, if you, ha- if you have a look at Australians and, and wine and how we drink wine, we've got quite a sophisticated wine palette. Um, probably, probably not your listeners, but, you know, your average beer drinker probably doesn't actually know that much about beer. And so a big part of my job is just to educate on, on beer in general and craft beer and why does it taste this way and why are they different. Mm. Um, and, you know, with the idea of hopefully getting more people in, more people drinking more beer, but, you know, more people into craft, which is really important for us too. Mm. The White Rabbit... Um it's interesting what's happening there, you know, sort of moving away from the, the white and the dark is, you know, obviously they're still there, but into more sour styles and, and that kind of a thing. Well, talking to, to Jez, the brewer, you know, he sees it as old world meets new. Um, so with the dark ale, we, we use open fermenting, which is a, a quite an old style of brewing, an old, old brewing technique. And so the same with the sours as well. So we're not all about open fermentation. Uh, you know, the tagline's fermentation with imagination. Mm. And so it's nice to sort of see us start dabbling in sours as well. But... You know, the, co- the core range is, is still definitely the dark, the white and the pale. So the event, uh, was it Mount, Mount Erica Hotel? That's correct. Um, do you know what the food is going to be for that? Is it sort of looking at fermented food or is it going to be... Uh, so it's Spanish <coughs> and Mediterra- Mediterranean style. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't seen a menu as yet. I've had some uh, in-depth conversations with the chef. The food's fantastic. The food's always amazing there. Well, the food at Movida was is unreal. So yeah. yeah. Any of that pedigree goes across, yeah. yeah. How much is that one? $75. All right. That's, that's, that's pretty reasonable for a day. Six go. courses yeah. with matched beers is, is really is really reasonable. So mm. if, if you're available, get along. Which day is that on? Thursday. Cool. Yeah, I haven't um I haven't even looked at the program really. I've been here all day. Uh, I got confused in the website. <laughs> Not because it's poorly laid out, just because I just was trying to do that and work at the same time. Right. So and you're trying uh, to be productive. I'm like, just going to look in the program later. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much. So I normally flick through and. Bend uh, down the pages. So, idea. what have you yeah. what have you bent down so far? That's not your own event. Oh gosh! So there's there's a um, a granddad's dinner, granddad's supper at I want to say Beer Deluxe with a whole mm. bunch of barrel aged stuff. So I know Boat Rock is going to be there, a few others as well. That looks really interesting. I really want to get along to a road and back mm. um, event. They're doing a few across the course of Good oh, Beer Week. One, one of them was cancelled at Carwin Cellars. Um, that's all the information I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, okay, not yeah. that one then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, those guys have been making sort of sour beers for so long and they mm. do it so well. I just think yeah, really if you're pushing a Flanders Red, then, Ed- I mean, ultimate. Yeah. Educational, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's a Sierra Nevada showcase as well that uh, they've got some different ones um, I'll probably get along to. But, it, yeah, obviously with I'll be at Gab's as well. Um, and the events that, that I'm helping run, I uh, sort of have to pick things on days when I'm not busy. So, But there's, we're spoilt for choice. Do White Rabbit have a Gabs beer? Yes. You can't tell us what it is yet though, don't I would, I would have to kill you yeah. after the podcast. I reckon I could take you, so. <laughs> 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 um, uh, can you at least say if it's going to be something sour or? I'm not sure at this stage. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I've, I've heard some, uh, we've had a bit of a chat about it down at the brewery, but yeah, nothing, nothing All right. concrete. Okay. It's, uh, it's about the amount of caginess that Steve and Guy want from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Dave, do you have any more questions? I think we? we're good, eh? All right, cool. Thanks so much for joining us. And um, awesome. we, yeah, I'm really excited to 
see where White Rabbit's going mm. um, because those are the kind of beers that we really like. So maybe Absolutely we need to right. head down and do a full show. Yes. I'm sure our listeners would be interested. Yes, please do. Cool. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Thank Nicole. Business. We're joined reluctantly by um, Tiff, who uh, part owner of Turo Bar, who are in, here in that capacity rather than her Good Beer Week capacity. Tell us, Tiff, what you're doing at Turo this year for Good Beer Week. Um, well, one thing I'm excited about is bringing Sourfest back, because back in the early days of Good Beer Week, when Sourfest used to be at Penny Blue, it was just a really fun day of trying new sours from brewers who weren't really making anything sour at the time. So now we have Hendo and Brendan and the guys from Seven Cent back with some... Who's Brendan? Oh, sorry. Brendan, who's now at Three Ravens and Mash. Yep. Um, yeah, back making some sours. It'll be just like casual, fun. Everybody votes for the sa- favorite sour. Try them all. When is what day is that one? That is on the Wednesday. So like come in, have all the sours, and then head down to the Abbey Calabi thing at Mountain Goat. Close by. Is it close by? Mm. It's not that far. Get, a, get an Uber. Yeah. You guys involved with the Uber this year for yeah. Good Week? All right. There's get an Uber. Sure. Yeah, jump in an Take Uber. Take an Uber. Um, and that's kind of you pay when you get a taste of each. Is that right? Yeah. So, like, you'll come in and you'll get, like, a token for each of the sour beers that the brewers have made for the event. And then we'll probably have some, like, whiz fizz from Mash on tap. Just, you know, a little something, a little sour to smash down. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, anything else that's happening at Turo? We're doing, attempting a grilled cheese and beer matching with Stone. All right, cool. Yeah. Cheese and beer matching is so last year. <laughs> so what what are you doing? Are you stepping up? Is your usual toasties or which are pretty exciting? Oh here, no, yeah, no, we'll make some new stuff. Yeah, haven't actually can. I don't know what beers we're getting at, but I know there'll be Stone beers. So expecting likely hoppy things. Big things. That's a pretty mm-hmm. safe one to plan for, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Plan for that. Plan for some grilled cheese. Have the brewer come in and talk to us about some beer. What? Uh, which brewer's coming out? Do you know? I believe his name is Steve. He's the original brewer, co-owner of Stone. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So Great one. Yeah. We should try and get him on the show. Sure. Mm. Yeah. If he's, that's the plan. I think Steve Wagner. That's his oh, yeah. name. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, what day is that one? That one is Sunday. First Sunday or second Sunday? First Sunday. All right. How many yeah. tickets are you selling for the Sour Fest? Because, like, like, back s- in the day, that was a really, really popular event. Yeah, like 75. Like, as many as I can fit in the Right, bar. okay. Because it's going to be, like, super casual. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Anything else happening at Turo? Uh, we're going to be doing a tasting of Tactical Nuclear Penguin with some guys from BrewDog. Excellent. Uh, Basically, it's, like, $100 bottles of beer that... People are re- reluctant to buy themselves, so you can come and taste some stupidly large alcoholic mm-hmm. beers. It's a bit like whiskey. So yeah. have you tried? You, yeah, I, so think you, I think the I think the whole idea is you should drink it like whiskey. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, um, which is why we're opening bottles and giving tastes. So is that uh, on a night, or that's going to be throughout the week? Kind no, of that'll be on the Tuesday. Cool. Yeah. Uh, how much is that one? $17. Oh, okay. So yeah. you come and that gets you a taste and a bit of that a That gives you a taste. And then we'll also have bottles of Sink the Bismarck if you want to add on additional things. Oh, cool. So yeah. I think I've tried Sink the Bismarck. That's one that's like... That one's the even more yeah. alcoholic one. I didn't hate that. I really liked it. No, I reckon it. that was remarkable. I expected I, to hate it. The only time I ever had it was, I think, 
after the third good beer week and it was like three o'clock in the morning right. and but i also think that one from what i because i went to that james watt event at chapel street sellers years mm. ago when they had it the and first um, good beer week. yeah it was, was that the first that one the first wow one. um yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah he was saying that that's is really uh it changes a lot from bottle to bottle mm. and the different times that they've brewed it so mm. but it was amazing it tasted like ipa like mm, at that strength there's a huge hop character which is well, sort of unthinkable really mm. but that'd be fun it is good a good chance to taste those beers because i mean I you don't want to bo- commit to a bottle yeah i bought a bottle of technical nuclear penguin ages ago and I don't think I'd ever do that again. I haven't, I haven't opened it yet. Um, uh-huh. Well, now you can come taste well, it that's and hold thinking. on to your bottle. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought, bought it and thought, you know, maybe in 20 years it'll be hilarious and to actually, have Actually, <laughs> I have an empty bottle at Two Row because somebody had ordered one for a birthday party once. Mm. And so we ordered it in especially like in the mail for this guy's birthday. Excellent. Was he happy about that? Yeah, I think it was, a bi- I think it was like a surprise for his birthday. Anything else happening at Two Row? And then Pink Boots HQ all week. All right. So what does that entail? So that is actually kind of really fun. So all week long, the taps will be beers made by women or at least women involved in the process of brewing. And then every day we'll do some sort of educational piece. So free for anybody, not just for girls. Upstairs will run sort of like a half hour, like a quick beer tasting or learn about hops or basically... The idea is that you'll be educated by the women in the industry, but it's not for just the women in the industry. It's for everybody to come and learn more. Kind of taking it back down, like out of the beer geek, back down for like, because I have people coming into the bar all the time, like, I just want to learn more about beer. Like, can you just teach us? That was the idea. What a great request to get, though. Yeah. In your bar, it's amazing. Like, I just want to learn. It's like, that's, we can do that. Cool. Sometimes you forget that, like, we've been drinking beer for a while and have learned about that. Yeah, you don't realize that people are still trying to work out yeah. what a pilsner They're is. Really, versus. really jaded. Yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> hey, jaded. Speak for yourself. Come on, Tiff. We know you're jaded. I'll too. speak for Luke as well, actually. <laughs> um, Luke, like Luke sent me an email today, and the sign off after, I don't even remember what the rant was. <laughs> the sign off referring to himself was, What a jaded dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very self aware yeah. of my jadedness. <laughs> Um, um, you're also involved with Good Beer Week, so you need to tell us about some marquee events. Uh, well, I think the thing with the marquee events now is like they're pretty set and like what they are is just that things that are change about them. So like, I oh, like so there's like the Uber Brew Day. Yeah, happening. So is like that happening that's again? Always super fun. I haven't even looked at the thing yet. Who's doing that and uh, where and who's involved? I will have to look. Okay, all right. Um, Put I that know, in the like, show notes. Yeah. <laughs> The Mega Dig is at Craft & Co. this year, and we've got... Oh, that'll be fun. They do a, a lot of stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Hmm. So, there'll be just so much stuff going on. Just sort of roll, keep it rolling, really. Are you... Now the guide's out, are you somewhat more relaxed? Uh, or are you going to be more relaxed once it finishes? I'll be more relaxed when the website's loading properly. I had no issues loading the website. <laughs> no, neither did I. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's just me. <laughs> uh, and a few people on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> But people on Twitter would be nice about it They wouldn't be complaining about it, would they? I don't think that any complaining happens on Twitter No, does no, it? no, no yeah. never Definitely not I would say the one there was one complaint that came through About the program Two that were funny that was it. <laughs> What were they? We may, 
One saying it's only six weeks before, you know, for a festival this big, you should let us know earlier when the events are. And I was like, it's eight weeks. <laughs> but also, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I did not say that. Two months is a l- enough time. To yeah, I mean, I guess because they were coming in from out of town. But, like, you know the dates. Like, you have a general idea. Yeah, if you're tossing up between coming and not coming, surely, like, I can't see what event is going to sway you either way. Like, yeah. if you're that interested that you're willing to do that, yeah, unless you're a super fan of one brewery. Yeah. But, well, like... Yeah. And then... Somebody saying bigger than Christmas is a pretty big tagline oh to go with. Oh, my God. petty complaints. Which is why we had Miro explain why we decided. And it's not really about, like, the religious idea of Christmas. It's about the whole, like, family gathering, getting back together, celebration feeling of, like, the holidays, I suppose. Um, it's just annoying that you had to explain that. Um, all right. Do you have anything else you want to yeah, add? Is there any more um, blood you want to try and get out of a stone here? All right. Yeah. So reluctant. Uh, Come on, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, it was very good. <laughs> anything you want to add about Good Beer Week or Turo? No. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll be swinging by Turo at some point during Good Beer Week. Almost certainly. Um, yeah, good luck with the uh, lead up. And hopefully your website issues get better. Thanks. Thanks, Tiff. Welcome back again. This is our, our final uh, Good Beer Week chat. you got to end strong, Gala. don't you? Yeah, uh, we've saved the best to last, as we like to say, as the, as the saying goes. Um, welcome from Exit. Fraze, how's it going? Oh, thanks, guys. Jeez, I don't know about this best to last crap, but uh, I'll look, I'll take it. And you should have seen the awful people we had before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you, got, you probably had Hendo up uh, fair <laughs> no. enough. Yeah, that, that, that would explain it then. None of them listen, so it's fine. We can, we can be <laughs> honest about it now. Um... We actually spoke to you this time last year in this very room, I think it was. Absolutely. We were at the table behind us, but right at the other end. So, yep. yes, it is eerily familiar now. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about... Let's tell us about Exit first. Cause yeah, because a bit changed ch- over the last 12 months. Yeah, you've got two yeah. core range beers now with a third on the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, well, I guess the, the biggest thing that's probably happened to us is that we've moved out of Cavalier we had a tank there um, and now we've moved in to share the brew house with the Kaiju guys who were very kind to uh, invite us along with them and as we quite like their company and their beers we thought seemed like a good idea and we'll get more capacity out there so with the extra capacity we thought well it's probably about time that we go with some Corby's um, as opposed to I guess the one-off batches that we were doing out of the single tank at Cavalier. Hmm. Um, you had saison stickers at your your thing, uh, but there's no saison there. No, that's right. When that's are we going right. to expect that? Teaser. Well, you see, this is this is. I guess I guess it's now the cat is out of the bag of the. Uh, you bought the stickers. You bought that's the stickers. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I did. It's been it's been kept heavily under wraps, except for those hundred and fifty three people I've told in the last few weeks that what the other two core beers are. So. Yes, we have uh, stickers for uh, Milk Stout and the Saison. Um, the next beer that we brew will be the Milk Stout. Um, so that should be, well, that will be out for Good Beer Week. Um, Saison will definitely be at some stage. We don't know when at this stage. It's definitely, from our experience, a little bit more of a, a niche sort of beer. So um, the other three, we think, uh, certainly can stand the 12 months of the year, no problem. 
Cool. Uh, now we're here to talk about Good Beer Week. What are you guys up to? Yeah, well, we've got uh, look, look, we Good Beer Week. I think look, it's 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 absolutely awesome. Look, we we absolutely love it. I mean, when I was a punter, I just always loved it from when I'd experienced it previously. We try to keep it fairly low key, um, and to be honest, there's so much going on with so many people, so many different breweries, and all that around. And um, I think if we probably pushed it, we could have done probably an event every day if we'd wanted to at various places. But it's we like to sort of focus on events that we're sort of pretty approachable to people where they can come along. They don't have to necessarily. Um, you know, spend a lot of money and that to to enjoy it. So we've we've really only got three events. The first one should be an absolute ripper. That's com- kind of our um our big big event, which we're uh, proud to be doing in conjunction with Kaiju, um, as we call ourselves the Dandy South Massive. Sure. Um, so you know, it's um, DSM for short. We know them. Yeah, yeah. If you do, if you do hashtag Dandy South Massive, you'll probably get five posts at this stage in the universe. But we're kind of we're kind of trying to work on that. So um, yeah, so we're doing a big big event um, in conjunction with the Terminus in uh, Fitzroy North, where uh, people will get the opportunity to catch a bus um out to the brewery oh a bus yeah yeah i know i know yeah well yeah unfortunately they stopped flying concords you know yeah, and yeah, yeah. uh yeah it's as much as we'd love to do that it's it's we're bus i'm i'm sure i'm sure it'll be quite a comfortable bus but um take people out there to the brewery um i think nat and grum are going to be kind of brewing something out there that day so we'll do you know probably a little bit of a q a out there we might you know, talk a little bit of crap and pour a couple of beers out for people and then the bus will shift them back to much nicer surroundings at uh, the Terminus where we'll have a Kaiju exit full tap takeover. So uh, Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, so that should be a good day. Um, I like things where you're going to more than one place. Yeah. You go, you know, you're out of the brewery and then you're back. To, but it's also to like two really cool uh, experiences hmm. of those brands. You get to go and see the homeland and... To take taste a couple of things uh, out of the tanks or at on on site, and then go to a different environment and get the full experience again. Yeah. I do enjoy the terminus as well. It's a great it's place. Good, yeah. good pub. T- terminus is great, and and I think look the other thing is too because obviously our, the brewery's not open to public, so this will probably be the first opportunity that anybody will actually have a chance to go out um, and actually visit the brewery. Um, so yeah, so it should be should be a really good day, and yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Um, you got an event at Slow Beer as well. Yeah, yeah, we're doing look same, very similar to the event we did last year, um, where we just where we've got our little pilot system which is fully licensed. So we're just going to do four one-off kegs. Um, to be honest, I don't really know what they are at the moment. I think this time last year we were, I was much more organised, and we were like, I think I could tell you guys, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, but yeah, this year. Yeah, dunno. Not not this. I mean, but four four different styles. So we'll do that. That'll be a free event that people can come along on the Monday of Good Beer Week. So it's kind of your spiritual home, slow beer, is that right? Yeah, it it is. Look, uh, I I mean I guess personally I, I obviously live, you know, very, very close to it. Um, but it it's also the first uh, I, I think there's a little bit about a, a thing about we, if it's your local place but also you just go. I mean, I, I was going to slow beer when I was, you know, well before exit. That I that I really really enjoyed it as the the vibe of the place and the people, both the customers who come along, but also also the people who run it. You know, it's fantastic. Very welcoming place. Um, 
really, really great beer selection internationally and um, and locally. And yeah, look, they you know they're really good friends of ours, and and we consider ourselves pretty loyal and the people that have supported us from the start we'll always um you know we're, we're always going to have uh, hold them in pretty good stead you know from that so so we're, we're wrapped to to do anything with um with those guys so i think um with each year good beer week becomes sort of bigger and bolder uh and i really like going back to that sort of pretty easy basic event that's still good fun so just yeah. showing up at a venue for unique beers, you're only going to get there nice and casual. I reckon that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I agree with that totally, Dave. I mean, I did. I think last year a good beer week. I think I ended up um, paying just for one event myself. But I I really like just going around and exploring, like you say, the different sort of um, free events around at the the really good venues that 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 we have around town here. We're really fortunate, as we all know, in Melbourne to have so many really really good venues. Um, it's it's kind of a chance to give them a little bit of love back as well, you know, because Good Beer Week's awesome and it's fantastic to um, have, you know, the focus on craft beer certainly um, around town. But I think it's also, it's, it's really, really important to never forget the venues and the people that support craft beer 365 days a year, you know. So it's like, it's really, really good to go back and visit them and, and you know, enjoy what they've got to offer during the during the week there's also looking through the guide and admittedly i haven't really looked through it that closely but i noticed maybe half a dozen venues that i'd never heard of well this is what happens every year yeah. like these yeah. venues bob up and they begin like become they're, they're much more familiar i mean kind of a, a great way for them to yeah i mean it happened with catfish a couple, either last year or a couple of years ago that was a hub for i think it was new zealand beers yeah. or whatever and yeah. then all of a sudden that's like a a mainstay venue these days. Mm-hmm. There's another one that, I, that escapes me at the moment um, that happened a few years ago, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a great time for those venues to showcase themselves. And oh, um, and also, I guess, some of them pu- pushing themselves a little bit. So they're, you know, they might not be a beer-focused venue, but then suddenly they well, we want to do a beer event, so they go looking for something interesting and, and, you know, hopefully that becomes part of what they do outside of Good Beer Week. Yeah, well, it, it's. It, I think that's absolutely right. It's an important. It's it's so important because they get the opportunity to see. Oh, geez, all of a sudden, th- th- this beer thing's actually this could catch on. This crowd's welcoming. Yeah, you know, they're, 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 these people they're not throwing chairs at each other and smashing each other with with, um, you know, pint pots. You know, after after a few, they're actually really enjoying it. And it's and it's one of those kind of I I think um, sort of type of niche communities where people gravitate towards strangers you know it's like it's it's a natural place to go to a craft beer environment where you drink something and you see somebody else having something and you just naturally engage them in chat about what what it is they're uh, they're drinking or they're enjoying in that and what beer are you drinking yeah this is almost a great conversation starter in a beer absolutely pub. absolutely um and also we're, we're sitting here in, under a chandelier mm. with ancient books around us there's no one smashing chairs at all it's very civilized <laughs> So um, I think we've been through two events. You got a third one, is that right? Yeah. Look, we're just we've got another one. Um, we're also dealing with Kaiju. It's um, with our our great uh, buddies out at uh, Carwin Cellars in Thornbury, um, and it's a, a lunchtime thing on the Thursday. So it's um, what they're calling their um, I think it's their Lazy Brewer lunches. Um, they they've got a series of them in the week, and we're. Um, fortunate uh, enough to be uh, just basically sitting down and there's going to be a really nice small intimate sort of I think only 25 30 odd people 
sit down. We'll we'll crack open some bottles. I might even see if I can bring some bottles from the exit archives and see if I've got anything uh, along from our back to our early numbers, um, which might be interesting to try after cool. yeah, it would be. after a couple of years. And I think I do have a sneaky magnum of Saison uh, Dupont uh, around somewhere, which I may just have to pull out for the occasion as well. So a Sneaky magnum. Yeah, yeah, just it seemed like a good idea at the time, and it's of course it's well, it's it is a well, let's face it, it is a bloody good idea. It's a it says on Dupont for starters. I did mean, you buy that in Australia or did you buy it? No, I bought it. Yeah, I bought it here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, I think um, it's I think it's over a year old now. I've just sort of had it, you know, cellaring, and um, yeah, it's um. You know, you need to share it with a bunch of people, obviously. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. I think I'm I could smash down a <laughs> magnum of that pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can, I can, I can do that. I think to seven fifties, but I think once we get to magnums, that's just beyond my. I am getting a bit older now, so yeah, it's probably it's probably just out of my reach now. Magnums. With that attitude, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any more questions? I think we're good. Dave? Yeah. I think we're good. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We still we should probably come out and visit and do a full show with. Yeah, you definitely. Kaiju, because uh, I think we've only ever done Kaiju for a short chat and you for a short chat. Yeah, so we should definitely pencil it. Two hour long double episode extravaganza with the oh. dandy, what dandy, dandy, South the dandy South Massive. Dandy yeah. South Massive, absolutely. Right. <laughs> Hashtag that, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining Thanks, us. Thanks, Rose. Yeah, we'll see you during Good Beer Week. No worries. Thanks very much for having us, guys. Cheers. Go on, yeah.